Hey, welcome to the Just Meg podcast. I'm your host, Meg, a vivacious 30-something teacher, dog mom, and side hustler who has set out on a mission to help you go from tired to empowered. Listen as I share real-life stories, tangible tips, and seek out experts that can help us start living our best lives right here, right now. It's a messy action kind of thing, but if you give yourself a little bit of grace and a whole lot of self-love, I promise you can do it. Let's do this together. What's up? Welcome back. Okay, so today (laughs) we were talking about something that I get asked often, whether it's on social media or whether it's in real life, but everybody asks me about like, oh, how did you do this whole like self-care? Like, how did you fall back in love with your body? And there's really no like straight, easy question, which is why I was like, okay, I just have to, I have to do this on just Meg. Like I have to share this with you. So um, I'm going to be as bold and as brutally honest as I possibly can. But the idea of self-care is so like we all want it we all reach for it but I'm gonna give you the ugly truth and it's not just something that happens overnight but there's a lot of work that goes into it so I'll share bits of my journey and kind of the things that I've done and continue to do to kind of work on my self-care and like dealing with my body image issues and my my disordered eating and all of that other stuff um and just kind of really share that it's not as simple as the internet makes it seem Are you ready for this? Okay. So self-care. I am a total self-care, self-love advocate. I believe that we all should be working on it, but I also believe that um, Instagram and like blogs and different companies have really kind of made self-care, one, a huge consumerism thing. And two, (laughs) they've kind of made it seem like, oh, this is the answer to all of your, you know, your needs right here, this, these yoga pants or this sports bra or this drink or, you know, this gym membership or blah, 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 whatever it may be. And I mean, like, you can't blame companies for really kind of delving into the whole like self-care movement. But I think it's really important that I share parts of my journey. And like, the thing is, self-care is not easy. Self-love is not easy. It takes daily work. And when I say daily work, I mean like I still struggle with like, oh my gosh, I feel fluffy today or I wish these pants fit better or whatever. Now, have my thoughts become less about my body? Oh my word, yes. But it took me years. (laughs) Literally, I've almost been on this journey for two years, a year and a half. And it's not gotten easier. The only thing that's gotten easier is the fact that I I did all of the dirty, ugly work at the beginning and I didn't let myself stop. And that's been the biggest thing. So when you're sitting here, you know, and it's the new year or, you know, you're mid-June or July or like whatever and you're having these issues and you're like, I really need to take care of myself. Okay, yes, we all go through those moments of I really need to take better care of myself. And then follows fear and self-doubt and, oh, I'm just going to fail again, just like I did with whatever program I tried before. Like I've tried to eat vegetables and it's disgusting or I've tried to do paleo and it's just too hard or whatever, 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 right? Like we've all tried X, Y, Z and we've all failed before. I get it. I did the exact same thing. So a little bit about of a little background about me and my story. So um, I'm a teacher. 
And I um, it used to be, uh, I don't want to say that I was a big Instagrammer, but like I, I was a teacher, blogger, Instagrammer um, under the name Mixed Crayons. And some of you have been here forever. And while I, you know, did really great ideas in the classroom and shared them with people and, and honestly had a, quite a bit of success with that, like which I never thought would happen. Um, what I wasn't showing you is that I absolutely hated my body <laughs> and I absolutely hated um, who I was as a person. And there were, you know, moments where I was just really negative. There were moments where I was miserable. My my marriage was suffering. My body was suffering. My mentality was really not in a good place. Um, but I was, you know, I was successful on Instagram. Um, and so I went through borderline depression. And I don't know if it was full-blown depression. I never got, like, clinically diagnosed. But, like, I wasn't happy. Um, and the only thing I would turn to is I wouldn't turn to talk to my husband. I would actually just turn to food. Um, so I would eat and then I would feel miserable and then I would eat again and then I'd feel miserable. Um, and then I was uh, anything I would not, I would not look at myself in the mirror when I got out of the shower or like even in the morning when I would brush my teeth, like I would look anywhere else. Um, just because as soon as I looked in the mirror, all of the negative self-talk in my head began. Like I was ugly. I was disgusting. Why would anybody like me? So on and so forth. Um, and this all kind of stems from like my history. Like, I, I don't know that I had a full blown eating disorder, but I did have disordered eating, um, where like I would restrict and I wouldn't really eat what I was supposed to. And that led to lots of stomach aches and lots of, you know, headaches and not being, um, <laughs> not being fed nutritionally and like my body, you know, it, it just, I didn't take care of myself and I didn't know, I didn't know how to, um, and I didn't know what to do. And I thought I was doing what I was supposed to be doing because my quote unquote body in high school looked the way that it was supposed to. Right. Um, so now as I got closer to 30 and at the age, what was I? 28, 20. Yeah. No. Yeah. 28, 29. Um, I discovered that, um, I was in this downward spiral. I wasn't in a good place and it really was, up to me to change it. I didn't want to, you know, go to the doctor and have meds to kind of like cover up, you know, things that I could fix. Um, I didn't want to, you know, go seek professional help when I haven't, and when I hadn't done the work myself, I wasn't going to pay bills for someone to tell me something that I could look up on Google or something that I could do myself. And that's just kind of how I roll. Um, so what I ended up doing was I, talk to my husband and I was like, look, like I'm not, I'm not okay. Like, what do I do? And he's like, well, you're not taking care of yourself. And I was like, I know I'm, I'm not taking care of myself. What do I do? And he's like, well, I think you need to like, just move your body. I think you like endorphins are free. I think you're going to benefit from that. What can you do? He's like, we've tried, you know, you went to yoga, you love that, but you don't like to leave the house once you get home from work, which I don't, I'm a total homebody. I hate leaving the house on weekends. I would rather stay at home and do all of my business stuff and do my podcast recording and everything else. Um, I don't want to go to the grocery store. <laughs> like, I just don't want to people. Um, and so I was like, okay, but like, what can I do at home? And so I started with like looking up YouTube workout videos, which there are a ton of. Um, and then eventually like I'd worked my way through all of those and I was like, you know, it'd just be nice if there was like a program that I could do where they just told me what to do every day and I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to search YouTube for 15 minutes. I could like log in, click on it, get it done in 20 to 30 minutes and move on with my day. 
Um, and that's where I kind of went into Beachbody. And Beachbody is not everyone's answer. A lot of people have like different mixed <sighs> thoughts and feelings about Beachbody. And rightfully so. I get that. Um, and I was someone who really thought it was complete BS. Like I really didn't think that Beachbody was um, something that was going to work for me. I was the biggest naysayer. And I was like, you know what? Fine. Like I'll pay for this. Um, I'll get my money back because that is part of it. Like you can get your money back if you end up hating it. Um, I'm really like not out anything by doing this. But I also knew at the time where I was mentally, I had no problem showing up on social media for other people and supporting other people and being like, you can do this. But like the person that needed that most was me and I couldn't do it for myself. So I knew to even get this journey started and I didn't know where it was going to go and I didn't know if it was going to work. Um, I knew that I probably needed a higher level level of accountability. So I went into coaching and coaching is where I, you know, share my workouts and I help other people um, invest in themselves and, and do the programs and I help them find programs and so on and so forth. And I run groups and I, I help people is what I do. And helping people is ultimately what makes me happy. And uh, so I started coaching and I really have no idea what I'm doing still to this day when it comes to coaching. Like I just wing it and I have fun. Um, but when I started, I was like, I really don't know where this is going to go. But if I can show people that I'm taking care of myself and they can believe that they can do it, then then I'm going to feel good. Right. Um, so that's how it all started. So I started doing my workouts. I started following programs. Um, I talked with my coach, which was a huge support. I had a group of women that were also going through it and I've met some lifelong friends out of doing that, which I never, never could have imagined. Um, but I went from being this total non-believer to it changing my life. And it wasn't because, you know, the programs changed my life. It's so much more than that. Like you can go buy the programs from anybody, but the difference was, I had people that I could connect to that connected to my story and and I could show up for them until I felt like I could show up for me. And really about halfway through this journey so far, I've realized that like I can show up for other people, but guess what? Like I am so worth it. But part of my business, part of my coaching job is to take care of my mental well-being. So I needed to read personal development, which I never I had never heard of. Um, and so I read things from Brene Brown and I listened to different podcasts, but it wasn't until I read, um, and by reading, I mean, I listened to Audible. Um, <laughs> I listened to, um, I really had gotten big into the body positive community until I kind of really learned that it was, um, for women of color and it's not for me to like really be in that space. Um, but body positivity is more of a social justice thing I learned and not so much of like look at my body. It's curvy and the fashion industry doesn't recognize it. That's not what that is. Um, so I was really big into body positivity and I found, um, the body posi panda. Her name is Megan Crab, And, um, I just loved her. I just loved everything that she exuded on her blog and, and her, you know, on her Instagram and everything else. And she came up with this book and it's called body positive power. And so I read and listened to it, I guess would be the more accurate. And it, completely like there were so many things that I was like that's a societal norm and it's so wrong and I was like oh my gosh I've been it was this revelation that occurred that was like oh my word I've been told these wrong things my entire life and I believed them I just took it for face value and I thought oh okay because everybody is doing this like this is it 
And I didn't have to. And I was like, oh my gosh, it took me until what, 28, 29 years of age to be like, oh my gosh, all the times that I've tried to work out, it's because I wanted to hate my body and I wanted to change it. And it never worked and it never stuck. (laughs) All the times that I tried to like, quote unquote, go on a diet or eat better always was rooted in self-hate and the fact that I wanted to change my body and it never worked and it never stuck. It was only temporary because hate doesn't move you forward. And so, and ultimately at the end, a lot of people are like, well, you're part of Beachbody, which is an MLM. And that's like anti-body positivity. But the thing is like, I am my own business within the business. That makes sense. I get to run it the way that I believe in it. So I took this on after reading and I was like, you know what? I don't care if my body changes through these programs. Maybe it will because naturally moving your body and like actually eating healthy foods, like sure, my body might change, but ultimately that's not going to be my focus. My focus is really going to be on my mindset. And when I shifted that, that is when everything kind of started to fall into place. And I was so, so unsure. I I can tell you there were so many nights where I was like, I'm going to quit. Like, I can't do this. I would cry myself to sleep because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. There's no way anybody's going to believe me. But I want you to understand that this self-care journey was not pretty. It was not easy. It didn't happen overnight. Like, I went through moments of self-doubt. I went through moments of like falling back into bold, like old habits of like, eating, emotional eating, or really kind of like thinking I couldn't do this or really thinking that I was a failure and I should just quit. Like I still had those moments, but the difference was I didn't stop. And part of the reason I didn't stop is because of the connections that I made and because of where I was, where I I wrote down my why. And my why is literally sitting across from me in my office. And I have um, my why being I wanted to work with positive people and I wanted to put myself first and have accountability and not like a gym membership accountability because I can avoid those people like the plague. I'm really good at it. (laughs) But I have people that like weren't going to push me or judge me when I had a migraine, but they were going to be like, hey, like, did you drink enough water today? Like, are you okay? And then they check in with me tomorrow and be like, do you feel better? Are you going to show up for yourself today? And that that is what helps me move forward in this self-care journey. And now literally like I had a sinus infection over um, winter break or whatever. And I still had people checking in on me being like, are you okay? Um, How's the sinus infection? It's no joke. Influenza is terrible in the state of Nebraska. I'm pretty sure like we're like number one in the nation or we were, um, <clears throat> which yay us go Nebraska. Apparently, no one here washes their hands. Fantastic. But like I had people checking in on me and it wasn't like, hey, you're not doing your workouts. It was truly about who I was as a person. And I knew that as soon as I felt well enough and could make it through a workout, I could get back into it. And it didn't take I didn't even think about it. Like there was one day I woke up and I was like, okay, like I need to move my body. Like my joints are kind of stiff. I, you know, like I just need to get a good sweat. And while I had lost, like I still didn't have enough energy and I lost a lot of um, endurance being sick. That's normal. I, it still felt so good to move. And that's one thing that I never recognized. And, and I really, I feel so bad for high school me, like not knowing that like you can actually move your body out of love 
and it be okay whether your body changes or not. Like moving your body because you want to take care of it and it's because the only vessel you have in this lifetime, it's okay to do that. And it doesn't have to be to morph it or change it or anything. It can just be to like move out of the fact that you want to take care of yourself and you want to live a really long and happy life and you want to be able to travel and you want to be able to, you know, see grandkids or like, you know, all of these different things. It's okay to want to move your body for other reasons besides wanting to become smaller. Now, I understand that there's different health reasons, but everybody has a different story. Some people, it's not about losing, you know, weight. It's about gaining weight or some people, it's not about the body parts at all. It's more about the mental well-being because working out provides you with so many different chemical releases in your brain that are so good for you that no one stinking talks about. Instead, all of these companies are like, look, you'll drop like 10 sizes or like whatever, which I don't even care if my body changes. I'm really kind of worried about if I'm going to be able to, you know, at the age of 50, still be able to get up and off and down, like up and down on the floor if I'm still teaching or if I'm going to be able to play with grandchildren and run around in the yard without getting winded or am I going to be able to go shopping or travel somewhere and walk places without getting winded or feeling like I can't do it? Am I going to miss out on life experiences because I didn't take care of myself now? And that was never part of my mindset in high school. It was all about my body and looking the right way and feeling the right way and so on and so forth. And so self-care is not something that stops. It's not something that you purchase this and this happens and you're done. It is constant work. And the only thing that really kind of saved me on my self-care journey was honestly becoming part of Beachbody. And like I said, this is not for everyone. Um, But the people that I've met and the support that I've had and the fact that I went from thinking this was really a dumb, dumb company to believing in it fully and seeing what it can bring people has truly changed my mind. And like I said, again, this is not for everyone and I'm not trying to sell you on it, but I'm telling you that it's completely been a huge part of my self-care journey and it wasn't pretty, it wasn't flawless, it didn't happen overnight and it took like years truly years. I'm coming up on like two years of being a beach body coach and I finally feel good. I feel good. I have the habit of like wanting to work out, which I never thought would be me. And in fact, I love sleep so much, but sometimes I get up in the morning and do a workout. Like who in the world am I? I never thought I would be that person. But it, it just goes to show that when your mindset changes and your goals come from a place of love rather than a place of hate, for yourself, not from other people. But like when your goals or your ambitions or your dreams stem from a place of love, there's so much more positivity. And and when you're positive, there's so much more willingness to move forward and show up. There's no negative self-talk. There's no negative shutdowns. And yes, those sneak in, but I've built my mindset so I'm able to shut those thoughts down and realize that they're all based out of fear or they're all based out of lies that I was told when I was in high school. And I started this journey to change that and help other people. And that's exactly what I'm doing. So wherever you are in your self-care journey, just make sure that your mindset, my biggest tip for you is just to make sure that your mindset is a positive one. If you're doing this because 
you know, like you hate the fact that you did this or like because you're so bad at this and then it's it's all negative, it's going to be really hard to achieve it. But if you focus on, you know what, like I didn't do my greatest, but I really want to do this because I want to take care of me or because I want to move my body in a loving way or because I really want to be able to live until I'm 102, that needs to be your focus. Your goals and your ambitions, I truly believe that they need to be rooted in positivity and self-love. If they are not, it's. I think you're really setting yourself up for failure. I think that it it's going to be a very negative road. And already this journey is not going to be easy. So if you're already rooted in negativity, it's going to make it even more difficult. So don't set yourself up for failure. Create a positive mindset. Create, like, fill your, surround yourself with people that believe in you and are, are going to be supportive and fill yourself with, like, personal development that is positive. Like, Brene Brown is amazing. Um, there are podcasts out there that are just full of amazingness. I love the body positive community. That's really how I got started. Um, and I don't know what I would have done without it. Um, but just know that self-care is not something that is going to happen in 21 days. It's not going to happen in a month. It's not going to happen in two years. Um, it's something that you are going to have to work on and invest in daily. And it's not about doing it perfectly. It's about doing it in a really messy way. It's not going to be perfect. Not every day are you going to listen to your personal development. Not every day are you not going to have negative self-doubt like sneak in. But the difference is, are you going to actively shut it down? Are you going to try better tomorrow? Are you going to try better in the next five days or the next day or the next week or the next minute, whatever it is? Are you going to continually fight for you to be a better person tomorrow or a year from now or whatever? Because I honestly can tell you, my journey has not been perfect in any way, shape or form. I have not done it 100% flawlessly. I have had my ups and downs. I have had days where I want to quit. I have had days where I cry uncontrollably because I don't know what I'm doing. But I, I shut it down. I take a deep breath and I continue to move forward because I've gained so much from working on myself that I, I, I can't not continue and see where I'm going. Um, so if you want book suggestions, I've got book suggestions. If you want podcast suggestions, I've got podcast suggestions. But ultimately, <coughs> I'm sorry, I inhaled weird. Oh, that was bad. <clears throat> ultimately, the work is going to come from you. And it's going to be every second of every day, you're going to have to work on your mindset and you're going to have to work on you in a positive, healthy way. Um and I'm telling you, if you can do that and if you can do the ugly nitty gritty work and the ugly crying, sobbing on your bathroom floor and everything else, if you can do that, your future self is going to thank you because I'm sitting here and I'm reflecting on where I started and oh my word, never in a million years did I think that I would be here saying this to you, but here I am. So it's definitely worth it. It's just not going to be easy, but guess what? Anything that's worth doing isn't going to be built in a day. Anything worth doing is not going to be simple. It takes hard work. And let me tell you, it feels so good when you can sit down and reflect and be like, look at where I started and look what I did. And it, it's no one else. It's you. You did this for you. And this is just the beginning. So you can do it. If you need help, you know how to get a hold of me. Find me on Instagram and we can chat. Um, but there you go. 
the truth about self-care. It's a daily fight. And you have to decide if you're going to fight for it. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Just May. But the fun does not have to stop here. What I want you to do right now is screenshot the episode that you just listened to, upload it to Instagram, and tag me. One, so I can personally reach out and thank you. And two, we can have a conversation about what you want to hear next on the podcast. Until then, I'll see you on Instagram and I'll see you in the next episode.